Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. From the world's first officially recognised sim racing group, it's the Tora Radio Show. Hello everybody and welcome once again to the Tora Radio Show episode... 22 maybe possibly i don't know anymore all the weeks have rolled into one massive week of stuff it's like christmas but there's no presents at the end (laughs) and it's hot (laughs) i don't like the heat it's a disappointment (laughs) (laughs) i find your lack of coolness disturbing uh, goodness me! I'm Matt Hunter here on the Toro Radio Show. Joining me, as usual, is Mr. Jordan Groves. Hello there, <laughs> Obi Wan <laughs> Jordan. Uh, and joining us from the dark side uh, for a change, <laughs> Grand Moff Satterley. <laughs> Yes, hello, it's the American Infantine edition. It's like Big Brother, but it's really, really not as good, I imagine. And Big Brother was pretty damn not good. Uh, Can you tell we're losing the plot? Never going into the show myself. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. Right, um... A show. Let's do a show, shall we, gentlemen? Let's uh, do a show. Because even though the world of real-world motorsport, the real-world motorsport world, has kind of slowly started its wheels turning again, which is very cool to see. It's been very nice seeing real uh, cars on real tracks at real circuits. Uh, with real weather, actually, if you're at Daytona or Sebring. Who knew that there was oh. b- biblical downpours oh, in, fl- in Florida at this Don't time I... of year? Who knew? There's a reason why we don't have races in Florida this time of year. I was going to say, because I, I think it was about this time of year, uh, Lewis, I was over there, and I remember where I was, three o'clock on the dot every single day, biblical downpour for about an hour, lightning, the full works, great show, and then 20 okay, minutes so later... If you, want, if you want to know something funny, if you want to know something funny, at the start of the show, it became a biblical downpour right here in Florida. Excellent. <laughs> It's like it knew. As if on cue. So what are they going to do? They're going to take NASCAR to the Daytona road course. Yay. I hope it rains. <laughs> Actually, it's not entirely a bad idea. Cause no, it's not a bad idea at all. It's going to be great. What's the weather doing, Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> the entire field. The entire field. It's going to rain! Yeah. I think... I actually think... Because was it... So it was... Okay, we're going to talk real motorsport a little bit because we can, uh, and and we should. Uh, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole show dedicated to that yesterday, but that's fine because we're the sim racing show and this sim racing. Yeah. Uh, we were we were doing NASCAR in the rain before it was cool. Um, was it? It was Indy. It was Indy. We were. It was Indy that they ran. Cup series? Was it? No, yeah, cup uh, series. no, they ran the Xfinity series. Xfinity yeah. series. 
and the full and the the the, the full series the, the full fat version went on the oval because reasons. You mean the less exciting version? Yes. <laughs> Which version do they use? Is it the MotoGP version or the F1 version? No, it's it's the it's neither. There's a new layout that was made for when IndyCar returned to the Indy well went to the Indy Grand Prix circuit. So it bypasses that first loop and instead there's a chicane that goes onto the back straight. Ah, oh, yes, no, I have seen that version. I quite I I quite like it. It's all right. The end of the circuit's a bit different as well. Plus, that's what made me yeah, think they, it was. Yeah, they skipped the final banked corner. Yeah, which is what made me think it was the MotoGP version, because I'm pretty sure that's mm. what they use. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. It's a good track, that actually. It is. Well, it get, is. is it any? Uh, is it any? No. Uh, yeah, Forza Seven has that version. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Annoyingly, they haven't updated it on in, on iRacing yet. Uh, that would be, I imagine, now that NASCAR are going to be using it yes. more. Uh, I imagine that will come. Um, what a surprise! I haven't played Forza Seven for a while. <laughs> Retroactive. I do like. Don't get me wrong. I like iRacing. I'm I'm indulging in iRacing quite a lot, but the lack of con- I don't be serious about Forza Motorsport, but the lack of contemporary stuff is a little disturbing. Yeah, well, you've got the modern IndyCar and the modern NASCAR, so you've got everything uh, I would want. <laughs> yeah, but come on. I find your lack of contemporary disturbing. But later on in the show, we can talk about something contemporary yes. that they are going to be adding. So, which I, which when I saw the picture for it, I went, that's not what that is, it's something else, and they've mislabeled it, the buffoons. But wasn't I the idiot? <laughs> no comment. Anyway... <laughs> So, what were we talking about? I've forgotten. Um, oh, weather, yeah, Florida, well, wet. Weather. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Daytona, that was in that was the IMSA series. They've since been to Sebring and also had weather, I believe. Not during the race, but yes, there oh, was weather. Yeah. And of course, the Hungarian Grand Prix had weather. And Not as much weather as we had hoped. And but the last weather. The polystyrene Grand Prix before that had weather <laughs> the polystyrene Grand Prix <laughs> and so basically what I'm trying to get across here is every place around is having weather and there is no weather here other than blistering heat <laughs> and it's becoming a little tiresome I won't lie Yeah, there's lie. a reason that I like living in the UK and it's because it's cold so I, I would like that to return. This is why this is why my my our holiday destinations, apart from Austin, our holiday destinations are generally Iceland, Scandinavia, <laughs> Wales, <laughs> the steppes in Russia. You know these are not these are not places for sunbathing and reading a book no. on the beach. For good reason. Although you can get, of course, a, a great suntan when you go to cold places. From both directions. The English are able to get suntanned. I got suntanned the other day. It was amazing. I'm first time in my life. I don't go brown. I go. <laughs> I go sort of a. Blot- I, <laughs> I go a blotchy terracotta red and then back to white. So, I am like. I'm like. It's like the Irish in you. Just curious. No, I'm just standard nerd. <laughs> he just hasn't seen the sun. <laughs> Yeah, I can see Matt now. He steps outside. Whoa! It's like no, my, have, as, a ta- as, a, as a tangent of a tangent, I'll have you know, we did some. My uncle did a like a uh, it's not a genome test. That sort of sort of test to work out like your kind of 
how British you are kind of thing, you know, where, where like, what countries your, your DNA yeah. is from, that kind of thing. And it came back as basically, no, you're British. You're the <laughs> pretty much one of the most British people that has ever Britished. <laughs> Which makes sense, because my family are all from the Midlands, you see, and, and we did the family tree back to the 1700s, and the family never moved out of a 10-mile radius, wow. which is quite something. So That's it also good. explains why I'm very ginger at times. At times. <laughs> at times. I can see that now when you go to some sort of dinner party. Hi, I'm Matt Hunter. I'm ginger at times. <laughs> at times. <laughs> not all the time, and I'm certainly not, not on my head. At times. <laughs> What's the emphasis on at times? Oh, God. Yes, but, yeah. <laughs> and people will be able to work out how ginger I am when we finally do our, our, our live streams eventually in the coming months. Yes. Won't, that be, won't, that, won't that be fun for people? That's going to be a terrifying endeavor. Yeah, I'm going to have to decorate. Here comes Captain people. Redbeard. Oh, I'm going no, 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 to have to decorate before we do that. It's the problem where that's what happens. We're going to see the horrors of what happens when you take three, maybe four people whose faces are made for radio and suddenly give them a visual. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I don't have to go visual on that because that requires having to clean up the house. You just have to wear a mask or just um, put an avatar in place. Yeah, I think I'll do that. (laughs) Anyway, what can you get to the idea? I'll just hang up a colored picture of what my nephew perceives as me. There's. um... (laughs) <laughs> there's someone I follow on YouTube he does he does sort of um, uh, takes on paranormal videos so he like he basically rips them apart when they're not very good um, he's called Crow of Judas and his when he goes on screen he wears um, he wears it's all black the, the, it's all black he doesn't have any lights on except for the face mask that he wears which is lit up it's incredible it's very very and he's so funny He's brilliant. Anyway, we digress. We should probably, because there is some some sim racing news. What we were trying to say way back when, before this show started, was actually that whilst all the real motorsport has gone back, sort of, touring cars and British GT to follow, uh, actually MotoGP last weekend. Last weekend? Last weekend. And Marquez broke an arm. He did. His luck finally ran out. I'm not joyous about that it's terrible and i don't like to see people get hurt but i am somewhat pleased that it does potentially mean that he isn't going to be winning this year's title and someone else might actually have a chance i will put that out there um harsh i know it is a bit but (laughs) these things happen it's it's uh, motorcycle racing these things happen uh right i've been playing f1 2020 Jordan's been playing F1 2020. Lewis, have you been playing F1 2020? I have been playing F1 2020. Excellent. We've, We've all been playing, playing F1 2020. <laughs> this podcast may potentially be brought to you by F1 2020. Vision. Uh, <laughs> which is... Do you know, when they... I'm under when quarantine. They, I'm playing everything right now. <laughs> there's, a couple of, there's a couple of things that I've noticed. When they release this update, this is update 1.5 uh, for the PC... I think console it's, versions have now deployed as well. Yes, but I think they're different. They're different numbers, aren't they? Not 1.5 necessarily. I think the Xbox version is 1.3. Anyway, Jordan. So this brought us a load of a raft of changes, and one, and some really weird standout changes as well. 
yes. So first off, the um, expected livery update. So the uh, black Mercedes and the We Racers one stuff that isn't in this update. That will be coming at a later point. Uh, this was more of your standard um, fixing the bugs that were in it at launch kind of update. So um, the the one that had been plaguing a lot of people is uh, uh, players being incorrectly disqualified for the mandatory tire rule, even though they were actually using all of the tires that they were supposed to. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, I was a victim of that at the English Grand Prix. <laughs> I hadn't actually come across Coincidence? That, sure, I but... think not there, fellow Englishman. Uh, some other um, updates on there, so qualifying times on the grid rundown have been correct. Gearbox wear has been made better. People have been <laughs> seeing their players have have missing heads on the podium in multiple yes. games, which I think they should have just left in. Um... It'll be the 14th version of the game. <laughs> Excellent. Um, it's perfect and... for Halloween. <laughs> but there was uh, one change that many people have actually been very sad about. Um, myself included, and probably most notably you would have seen Jimmy Broadbent, uh, was um, rather displeased to see Aussie Jesus has been <laughs> um, removed from the game. Um, he Aussie hasn't Jesus, been... for those of you who don't know, was a uh, random person during the race broadcast at the beginning of Races in Australia who would just be walking across water. Mm. It's the second coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unfortunately... Hallelujah, um, mate. Unfortunately, that has now been, been removed. He, yeah, when he feeds the 5,000, he just gives them Vegemite and prawns. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he turns water into fosters. And he, was, he was on the, top of Mount si- on the top of Mount Sinai with a barbecue. <laughs> and hey, he did wear sandals. <laughs> <laughs> on Noah's Ark, it was just kangaroos and no other animals. And koala bear. Koala? Koala? <laughs> anyway. Occasional wallaby. <laughs> this is um, Peter, he's in charge of the sheep dip. How many Australian <laughs> stereotypes are we going to get in? Sorry. Sorry, Jesus Australian listeners. Jesus Christ, <laughs> literally. <sighs> but isn't it. It's they, it, it's not that they if I read if I read it correctly, which made me kickle even more. It's not that they've gotten rid of him. They've put him in a boat, which is what he apparently should have been in the first yes, place. Yeah, so in the, it's the same cutscene as there was in the in 2019. There was a cutscene of this man on on the lake in Albert Park in a boat, but the boat just wasn't there. So, oh. <laughs> so, they, so they've given Aussie Jesus an ark. Yes. 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 Is that what you're saying? I think they should have given oh, a jet ski. Was it a fishing boat? Much more perfect. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, yes. Um, yeah, numerous other uh, little updates were in there for fixing several end-of-season sponsor payments and improved uh. abrupt force feedback. Improved abrupt force feedback issue under braking on direct drive wheels for those of you who are lucky enough to own one of those interestingly um, that's not li- that i don't think that's strictly just direct drive because i can so turn uh, technically turn two at the uh, at the a1 ring the red ball ring <laughs> so the second the second big right hander if you will yeah uh, remus then remus when you come into the braking area for that there is i, I know there is a bit of a a, a bump up as it sort of as you but as you brake it, it the, 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 the steering wheel definitely rips my shoulder out of its socket <laughs> it's like bang every single lap and I'm thinking I go around pad, I go down Paddock Hill Bend at full chat in various cars that are a lot you know 
a lot heavier and lower slung than this is, and this never happens. <laughs> so I am quite Amazing. pleased that that's been fixed. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I thought my wheel was broken. Yeah. <laughs> I kept doing it every single lap. Silly thing. But that's good. I am a bit disappointed they haven't managed to get... Because um, how many weeks has it been now since F1 came back? About a month? Um, so it was the week between the two Austrian Grand Prix, so it's about two two weeks. Is that all? Two? Yeah, it feels a lot longer, but no, it was it was yeah after the first Austrian Grand Prix and before the um okay. the Polystyrian one that I we am... were talking about. The Polystyrene, yes. Um, Soda Stream Grand Prix. I am. <laughs> I am. Every day we stray further and further. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, they come for the sim racing, they stay for the banter, and then they slowly walk away, shaking their head after an hour. Uh, and then they come back next the next week because they've forgotten all about it. Uh, no, I d- and then they're reminded quickly why they stopped listening to the yeah. show. <laughs> 11,500 listeners can't all be wrong. Um, it, it, it is interesting. I, I mean, I'm going to say something a bit... A, a, I know what the answer is going to be. I am quite surprised they haven't been able to knock out the liveries yet, because, I, I some, think... because some of them have been in the public sphere for longer than F1 fired up again. Um, I don't know. I think I think when you when you approach the, I, I'm talking from somebody who has never developed a game, um, but I, I'm assuming that when you get to the point around release, all hands are on the deck of making sure that it works. So I, I I would expect that the next update, which hopefully is within the next week or so, would probably have these liveries. I guarantee the, you there's the, a, the only major uh, one is the Mercedes because yeah. obviously that changed the color, that changed the overalls, that changed the helmets. All the other liveries on the grid have got uh, the small decals uh, for the We Races One uh, things. Well, McLaren have so, got the rainbow stuff on the side. Yeah, yeah. Bit, so yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be minor alterations to the most of them. Uh, and then the Mercedes will have like a, a major overhaul that will be needed. But I suspect Williams will be in need of one as well. Why is that? Also, they they haven't got rocket sponsorship, have they? Yeah, the car in the game doesn't have rocket sponsorship. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, good. No, I, they managed to. I they managed to. I haven't gone that far down that, right before the yeah, so. I haven't gone that far down the field yet. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to try driving the Williams. Actually, it is such hard work. I can well it imagine. It's really hard work. Like at, at um, I, I tried the stock Williams at Hungary, and I was having to put on like another quarter of lock more than any other car to get it around the corner. I do it's, like I do like uh, that the cars handle different. How are you finding it, Lewis? The Williams, the, the, just why? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. It's difficult. <laughs> it's really tricky. Let, let's put it this way: whatever you start your own career and you're developing your own team, your own car handles better than the Williams. Yeah, significantly so. Significantly. I have to admit, because I've I've started my team, but I haven't raced yet. Mm. Um, and I, I, you so know, I actually you literally just started up, put the livery on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know how like okay. you, you go in, you can start, you can, you can at least set up with like one bit of development from the get go. But already your car is ahead of Williams. In most. I am. I'm slightly disappointed with that. I would have preferred to have actually had the car be 
um, further down the pecking order. I assume they're replicating uh, sort of the way that Haas entered into the series. Yeah. So uh, the people who aren't as into the grinding and the developing uh, aren't going to be dismayed at finishing 21st and 22nd I, for the first I half mean, of the season. I mean, nobody really wants to be HRT, do they? Well, there's a market for it. Speaking of HRT, actually... Um, I I commented um, when we first looked into the uh, F1 2020 release how I was looking forward to um, modding capabilities for liveries and stuff like that for my team. Yes. Um, I'm pleased to say that very quickly the uh, clever and talented people over at racing department or race department rather um, have uh, created many uh, my team liveries. Some of them. You've run two very different ones, I may say. Yes, I. So initially, I was ra- racing this uh, lovely Aston Martin, um, and then I went uh, down the Porsche route because it looked a lot nicer. It looks a lot. Um, it looks a lot more like the Formula E car as well. That's what it was based off of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, as as we just mentioned there, you've got um, versions uh, livery templates for Aston Martin, Porsche, HRT. Hence the segue. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why HRT was one of the first ones updated, but someone's clearly a fan. Um, people have gone as far as to do Manor, um, oh, Ryan Hunter Ray's Andretti uh, DHL IndyCar. For some reason, they've made into a Formula One livery. Looks surprisingly good, actually. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're doing my team, this is obviously for PC only. Sorry, console players. If you're doing my team and you're a little bit annoyed like I was that the liveries don't really fit in as well with all the other ones, you stand out a bit too much, definitely go over to the race department and have a look at putting in a custom livery. It's it's really easy to do. I don't know whether Cove Masters are specifically like fans of people doing this, but there's you won't be able to go online because it will um register the game has a detecting uh, detection automatic thing for any modified game files. So you won't be able to go on multiplayer, but if you're doing single player primarily, like I am, and you want to have a slightly better looking card, definitely give that a go. It's really easy to do. Awesome. Okay, I'm Nothing. going for early 2000s Jaguar livery. That's yes. It. Yes. Good shout. I um. Yes. I'm very happy that all of us now can sit here and go. Sorry, commute. Sorry, console gamers. <laughs> Awkward. We've all been able to do that. But what I will say we is, all fell to the dark side. Well, yeah. What I will say is though, um, we don't forget where we came from. We still appreciate the console market, and we will con- we continue to talk about the console market. Unfortunately, when this show comes out, the Xbox briefing will have happened. And we don't know yet whether fours or eights in it because nobody knows. Yeah. We'll assume yes. Um, we'll assume yeah, it's we very pretty. It will be. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> assume it's they, very. We really need to hear something. Yeah, about yes. It. We'll assume it is at least going to be very pretty. We'll also assume it's going to have ray tracing, and I suspect there will be at least some race cars. Though I imagine an SUV will sneak in there somehow. So join us next week when we uh, talk about the announcement of Forza 8 with the uh, new Range Rover as the cover oh. car and a complete open world experience with no motorsport. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even funny because it's actually possible. The, the problem is, is that could very well happen. All they're, all they're going to do is put, is put speech marks over the motorsport bit now. <laughs> It's got a motor. It's got a motor. You're technically competing, therefore it's a sport. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Let's just cross our fingers and hope. I fa- I would 
I think, do you, know, do you know, for me, the thing that, aside from anything, the thing that let down Forza 7 was the lack of uh, track content, insofar as new track content, um, because there was none. Was there, yeah, really? apart from the horrible um, fictional tracks that I will not no. get on my soapbox about again. No, 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 but but not. It's not even that. It's the you know every Forza is supposed to have new track content, and yeah. I'm pretty certain they actually trailed that there was going to be, and then it never happened. Yeah, which is not very good. Um, not very Forza. But hey, yeah, it's going to be a launch turn. Title. We often do hollow false promises. Mm. <laughs> Not but as hey, many. The next one's going to be a, a, a launch title for the next one. So how bad could that be? Forza Five. <laughs> oh, I don't think it'll be as bad as Forza Five. That was Let basically. Do you remember when Grand Tur- You just triggered my Nam oh. flashbacks, there, Jordan. Do you, me- <laughs> you don't know, man. You weren't there. I don't suppose. Uh, well, Jordan won't have been because he probably wouldn't have been born. Um, there was shut up. There was. Um, <laughs> I remember when this was back on the PS. Two. I don't think it was PS1, it must be PS2. I was alive for the PlayStation they, 2. Yeah but, you, yeah, but you're probably still not quite. I ready was playing for. Noddy, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and they used to do, for Gran Turismo, they used to do prologue versions, which are obviously like park games. Mm. But they also used to do. <laughs> they used to do really park games that were like. To do it, that were linked to motor shows, so they had a Geneva one. Oh yes. And they had a Tokyo one. I don't think they had any from the, from America, but there was like next to no tracks. There was hardly any cars in it, and it was just kind of like, it was like DLC but on a disc because this was <laughs> not this was pre-internet and DLC wasn't a thing. Amazing. But it was very cool, and yeah, and. Um, FM5 kind of for me was a bit like like a GT prologue game really it just yeah it wasn't all there was it mm. which is a bit disappointing um something that's not disappointing however of course is one of our favorite titles that absolutely has no sponsorship on this show we just love it very much a set of course of competizione uh, yes, in fact, I think yeah, we've, I think yes. we've I think we've talked about this every week for the preceding month <laughs> in terms of the GT4 content. The GT4 content's coming. The GT4's coming next week. The GT4s are here, and now we're not going to talk about them because version 1.5 has come. Uh, Jordan, which has quite a few interesting updates, actually. Yeah, it's a similar kind of thing to the F1 update. So there's it's. Um more fixing stuff that was broken with the last big launch of the GT4s. So um, improvements to multi-class MFD options, is, is one of the highlights, on-screen timing, widget improvements. We do love a widget improvement. Oh, on yes. The tour of radio love show. a widget. Oh, yeah. We, we absolutely... Yes, the widgets are my favourite thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so as I said, yeah, the, um, the way multi-class racing is shown on the HUD has been changed. Um it's also apparently introduced the possibility to host multi-class events online. Yeah. Um, obviously, one of our main uh, gripes with the GT4 update was the fact that you couldn't do it in single player. I believe, has that or has that not been officially confirmed to be coming with the British GT update later this year? Not sure. 
I imagine also almost certainly. Yeah, I, I feel like it has to considering yes. it's British GT and that is a GT3 GT4 yes. multi-class championship so. and, and of course the reason is I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong it is the of the SRO series it is the only multi-class FRO, SRO yeah. series so that was the, one of the reasons um, no it is in Asia as well but Asia's not in the game yeah so one of the reasons the no, developers said for not including it was <laughs> One of the reasons that the developers said for not including multi-class racing GT3, GT4 straight away is because none of the series currently in the game have it. But yeah. still, I mean, it's right there. You don't have to follow it exactly to the letter. Let well, us they... have a little fun. Well, they do. <laughs> they do. They're letting you have it on multiplayer. You can't do it on the official thing because it's the official game. It's so annoying. It's why the liveries like, are still quite limited. There is one series on there that does have multi-class racing and they didn't put it in there anyway. What's that? What's that? The Endurance Cup. Multi-class. The only one that's not... The class race is the Spot 24 out. That's not GT3, GT4, though. It's not GT3, GT4. But I I see what you're saying, because they do have, like, some of the Cup cars in, don't they? Which is why they're in the game. Hmm. And actually, interestingly, (laughs) interestingly, that's something you used to be able to do with GTR, and GTR 2 was run a full... Uh, Spa 24 hour. I miss those days. So, mega come mega game. One. Well, yeah, you can, but like you say, you protect, I, I don't know. I don't know actually what the answer is because I haven't tried. Check back next week for yeah. an update. On... <laughs> the, thing, the, the, the problem is I'm slightly distracted because my eyes are automatically on this on this announcement going to the incredibly beautiful WRT Rothko Roth. Yes, I'm, I'm looking at that as well. Car. It looks gorgeous, Which is, it? I never thought that car would look any, that livery would look very good on a car that wasn't an Aston Martin, but that is, Four. on the Audi, is utterly gorgeous. Yeah. And no, what amazes me more about that combination. And what 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 amazes me more is, and this is, and this this goes back to what I was saying about F1, right? WRT announced these cars a couple of days before the GT4 pack came out, which was when the, I think it was like a 4.5 um, fix came out for mm. um, ACC. And in that fix came all the liveries that WRT just announced. <laughs> they were there in the game. I was looking at them and they were beauteous and they are still beauteous. And it's impressive when you consider, once again, how small of a studio yeah. um, Kunos is compared to the likes of Codemasters. And, and, um, and the thing others. is, they, and the thing is, they've done this all along. So if you think of all the cars that, so when uh, Bentley announced their 2020 campaign, God rest their souls, um, <laughs> their car was straight away in the game. I think mm. I think uh, some Mercedes were, some Porsches were, and a few others that were you know that were getting ready to kick off because obviously they were taking part in the SRO esports series. Officially, um, they wanted their real cars in there, so the studio duly put them in, and what an amazing job they did. That Rothko livery, oh, it's so good. It is pretty gorgeous. So um... yes. But yes, the um, obviously like said, the it new... reminds me of the David Off McLarens. But yes, the new inclusion of uh, multi-class racing seems to have gone down uh, pretty well. Uh, many people have already said that it is. Uh, <laughs> one of the comments on race department is, "You should make doing an ACC multi-class race a life priority." 
because it's apparently truly a game changer for ACC. And I must say, it is, uh, when we go back and consider the rocky launch that ACC had, it has improved so much. It's really, it's probably up there with one of the most improved games from launch to now mm-hmm. of recent memory. I'm, I absolutely love it. I have, I, up until recently, I haven't played it as much as I should because I've had other things to do, um, and obviously hardware to sort out. Um, but it is, it is absolutely magnificent, and you must all try it. Yes. End of story. Get it done. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on to another title that, well, I, I haven't experienced, but I know you guys have. Uh, Automa- autom- Try again. AMS 2. <laughs> every month we have. Every which is Automobilista Motorsport Simulator 2. Electric Boogaloo. After last time. I'm not going to fall into that trap again. I tell you. Uh, they, we, I think, we, I think um, when we did this show a couple of weeks ago, Jordan, we did mention that there was going to be some DLC coming uh, for it. And Julie, Riser have delivered. Yes, um, they have announced that uh, the first DLC will be indeed Hockenheim, as uh, we expected. And um, a couple of people have already got their hands on I think the beta access players have got their hands on the um, modern Hockenheim a couple of days in advance. Uh, so Hockenheim will be coming to Automobilista 2 on Friday, so tomorrow. And um, it will be free for anybody who already owns Automobilista 2. Um, so it will include the current version of Hockenheim, as well as several uh, historic iterations. Um, so, yes, you've got the lovely power through the forest with all the chicanes and everything mm. it, we don't know whether it will include a person running along the racetrack when they shouldn't be in so, a big um, anorak yeah we'll we'll have to see on that one God, um but yes uh, anybody who has uh, purchased the game from uh launch early access up to and including before this dlc releases will get the hockenheim dlc for free uh, which is a very nice gesture mm. um from the uh, gameplay that I've seen of the modern uh, Hockenheim circuit, it looks pretty fantastic. Uh, Autumn of Lister 2 is a very, very pretty game. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing some more um, historic circuits because that's something that, again, Autumn of Lister 2, we've said it so many times, the best thing about it is the, the content that isn't really in a lot of other sims. So, and they're... They, their historic track selection is excellent and Hockenheim was one that we felt eh, that's kind of still needs to be in there and now that is I believe they are going to be bringing Spa historic at some point in the future well it, which... it, I'm not surprised because I'm pretty certain that was a um, project, project cast, cast. Yeah. indeed yeah so um, the chance that was always going to happen really yeah. um, I it's slipping my mind as to whether or not the um, some of the historic Grand Prix races, they, I believe they were going to be adding some more. Um, I believe that will be coming within the next month or so. So that will be another thing to take around Hockenheim, which should be pretty good. Um, but yeah, Hockenheim, Auto- Automobilista 2, coming Friday. Um, give it a go. Awesome. Awesome. I just I'm going to throw this I'm going to throw this in there because I wasn't aware that it was out yet, and 
we do like a bit of a laugh on this show. So I'm going to throw out there. NASCAR Heat 5 is, oh. appar- is apparently out. Oh. Yeah, uh, me and Ben made a big fuss about this last week, actually. Yeah, when you say big fuss, I <laughs> hope you weren't, you weren't being positive, were you? No, whenever you said NASCAR Heat 5 was out, and I said they had a game in development coming out, because yeah. I honestly hadn't heard anything. Oh. I honestly didn't. I mean, and I went into it last week as well, is that I'm anybody who knows me knows I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but with the lack of motorsport going on, and they're one of the primary ones that are going before everything else kicks off again, I've watched a race or two, and I have seen no advertisement for it inside of those race Yeah, you're right. For NASCAR Heat 5. Never good. I mean, that's a huge ball to drop there if you're creating a game based around a series and you don't even let the series that you're basing your game off of advertise it for you. It well, <clears throat> The thing I find a bit peculiar about um, NASCAR Heat 4... Now, NASCAR Heat 4, as we know, Ben had to steady himself on some furniture when I, talk, when I announced that I was getting it and I got it and I played it. And I enjoyed it for a bit. But I haven't touched it since. Yeah, it's uh, an awful lot like the uh, grid game from Codemasters. So it was great when it yeah. came out, and then it's just like, yeah, yeah, not really, okay. Yeah, and I'm exactly the same. And and the thing is, you look at some of the screenshots for NASCAR Heat 5, it looks like it should be not terrible. It should, looks like it should be okay. Um, But, yeah, mm. I don't know, but I'm getting uh, yes. I haven't. Let's let's put it this way. I have not heard positive things, which in itself is a shame because I, I think NASCAR, because of the nature of the show, I think has the potential. And so, and to be honest, the content of the games is not small by any stretch. You know, there's a good ladder of motorsport in there, American motorsport, mm. very specific American motorsport, in there. Um, it should, it should, and could be really, really good. But it's, it, everything drives the same. Nothing really, kind of. I was gonna say it's mediocre at best. Nothing really, kind of. It's just go, you know, drive fast and go to the left. It literally is drive fast, and go to the left, and you don't, and you think you're doing really well, and then you realise half the assists are on, and you go, oh, turns out I was rubbish all along, and then you turn them off, and it's impossible. And yeah, I can drive an NASCAR and I racing. Go figure. I feel like the problem is, is that we, we've spoken a lot over the last few weeks about how a good model for real world championships with video game representation is to have one title that is for the hardcore sim players, etc. And one title that's for the masses. Mm. Um, I feel like NASCAR might have gone a bit too far in the other direction with Heat. Whereas obviously their iRacing alternative is absolutely fantastic and yeah. caters for that side of the community. Really. Uh, I feel like they do need to put a little bit more effort into the mass market version so that it still does appeal to some of the people who like the iRacing stuff. So it, it's fun, at least. <laughs> yeah. It's almost, it's almost to the level of repetitive EA release but mm. even more half-assed. Yeah. It's not almost. I think it's already there. <laughs> I mean, it's literally I... the exact same game that you had before. The only difference is, is that you have an updated schedule, you have an updated Absolutely. model of the car, yeah. and you have an updated livery. Everything else is exactly the same because it's still the same physics engine. Yeah. I feel this is the problem, and I, this isn't just a problem that, uh, that sim racing has with uh, annual releases. I don't, I don't like them. 
there is never when you get an annual release series there is never enough of a change between year on year to make it worth it f1 2020 just about scraped it with the Not, my team with the subtle physics improvements which is interesting if, yeah, which is interesting because the jump from 18 to 19 visually was quite stark mm. but that's like visual improvements yeah. shouldn't be enough of a selling point it, there needs to be a, a rapid growth of content to make it worthwhile if it's just visual improvements and some people are just going to say oh well I'll just stick with what i've got because it's good the thing um, is nascar with the with the sort of well you know the, the dearth of content that they potentially have access to you mm. think of all the historic cars and all this that and the other they must still own visual rights to and that kind of thing the the, the potential to make it something really really quite awesome that you know not necessarily someone who's a contemporary NASCAR fan. I mean, you want that. But people who have an interest in like the, the history of the sport and that kind of mm. thing could, you know, have the opportunity to drive cars from yesteryear, you know, and and enjoy that. That's an, and that doesn't seem to be a thing. It doesn't seem to cross their mind, which is a bit sad. Yeah, and I feel like if you had a... a a series that wasn't year-on-year releases, if you had enough time to properly develop a game in between rather than just trying to rush it out to make the annual release, Mm. I think they'd be able to explore stuff like that. I mean, take F1. They've already said, the F1 uh, titles from Codemasters, they've already said that because it's a year-on-year title, there isn't enough time to add all of these things. When you consider that they said that tracks take about a year's worth of development time. Mm. So if you stop doing year-on-year releases, update your games instead to make them relevant. If there's like a season change, a roster change, etc., like car libraries, do updates for that. But it, I'd rather see games release less often, but at a better quality and then maintained and supported for longer than having a year-on-year with basically no improvement and then dropping another 50 quid on it. Lewis, your thoughts? I mirrors exactly what Jordan just said actually mm. yeah, I find That's it inter- like- I, I sort of wonder do you think they worry about because uh, in this era of sort of you know instant gratification get all the info now you know instant streaming blah 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 do you think that there's an attention span issue here whereby developers think that if they're not in the market every year people might forget about the title and not be necessarily as enthused when the following one comes out down the line? I'd almost certainly say that's the thing. Almost certainly. Because, um, I mean, like, on on we've just been talking about what how I would like to see it be um, less often between releases, but when you go to, like, the Race Department Forum or any other sim racing forums, mm. um, and you'll see people um, criticising iRacing for being the same thing that it was in 2008. So there is that thought there that people, when they go, oh, iRacing, oh, yeah, that thing from 2008, oh, well, look at this F1 game, it's two years old now, I want something new now. Blah, blah, blah. It, it, there's definitely a thought there of if you haven't got something on a shelf that's new to buy, people are not going to be interested because they think it's old. And, I, yeah, sadly, I think that is a product of, as you say, instant gratification and the, the way the market is right now. But then don't you think then the, the answer to that really is is kind of how I'm picking those examples iRacing, R-Factor 2 is another good one, 
Forza actually is another great example where you prolong the life of a title with with updated content, DLC, that kind of thing to keep things fresh, to keep things interesting. And whilst behind the scenes, another team's already developing the next title for two years hence or whatever. Yeah. And the problem with having games releasing so quickly as well is that when you release a new game so soon after the last one, you split the player base. Mm. Um, so you'll have some people who are content to stay with the game they've got because they don't want to get the latest one. And then you'll have the people, the diehard fans who are getting the new one. That ha- harms both of them because you're just, you've got like half, let's say half, it won't be half. You've got an X amount of people who are sticking with the old one and not playing it. And then you've got the, some people who've gone away to play the new one. So it's it's you're limiting the numbers there. So logic would dictate if you support one game for longer you're going to keep that player base for much longer you're going to have people investing more of their time into it maybe more of their money if you've got dlc and microtransactions um (laughs) it just seems yeah there's a trade-off between having a new product on the shelf so that you get that big hit when a, a new game comes out and you get all of the launch day um profits but there is a market there to have a product that's good and sustained for a long period of time so that you can build up a following for it an affinity for it rather than people jumping in and then jumping on to the next one the next year because also i think the problem lies and gentlemen please do correct me if you think i'm wrong that you have a situation where a game releases and within a week or so they're shouting from the rooftops we're number one in the uk on sales or or whatever yeah right that's great it's brilliant that x number of games get sold and that but the problem is is you is i wonder if there's an attitude with some developers either knowingly or unknowingly that right we've got the money great we can sit back and put out little updates here and there and not much else yeah i i would say that's even subconsciously, I would say that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Now, now we obviously we've talked, we've mentioned F1 in that. Now, I wouldn't throw that because obviously it's a Codemasters title. I wouldn't throw that <laughs> at Dirt. I wouldn't throw that necessarily at Grid because even though Grid wasn't that great, Dirt was very good. Dirt, sorry, Dirt Rally Two was very good, and the content for that went on for well over a year. I yeah, think. yeah, it was supported for a long time. Yeah, and and that was, and obviously that was a pre pre-planned program of how they were going to release it through the seasons idea mm. now we know obviously formula one licensing is a different different ball game altogether we know that to be the case with how it's yeah. interacted with other titles what you can and can't do um but it does make you wonder whether that is also a, a deep limitation with what could be done with that game in particular mm. because i think yes we've had historical uh, some hit some historical content come out for those games, but one would argue it's still not enough to make an F1 title last until 2021 comes out. Mm. Um, which is probably why, in a roundabout kind of way, they've been able to bring. Because if you remember, they used to come out towards the end of the season or near the end of the season, or around yeah, the Sing- September time. Yeah, around the Singapore Grand Prix kind of era. And then they started coming out much earlier, more into the summer. I think the last one was before the British Grand Prix. This one obviously certainly was before the British Grand Prix, mm. even before the originally, the original calendar version of the British Grand Prix. Yeah. 
so it's moving earlier earlier and earlier in the year because they haven't got this additional content because they haven't got necessarily the the as you said quite rightly the longevity the lifespan in the game to maintain the interest in the title for the following for the following year from anyone other than the hardcore players who are going to push it or do the esports stuff that's mm. it is my personal opinion um you know people can shoot me if they want to online only of course um but it, it does seem a bit strange mm. Anyway, we should probably move on to the next thing because we have just talked about iRacing a reasonable amount of that. And there is actually, weirdly enough, some contemporary iRacing content coming. Yeah. Yes. Something that's been very highly requested for years now. I, I feel like every time iRacing released any kind of new content, one of the top comments underneath it would be LMP2 when? Yeah. Well, LMP2 soon. Soon. Um, <laughs> Yes, um, iRacing have released their first uh, images of their Dallara LMP2 prototype uh, that is uh, currently being developed on. Um, it's a very early development shot, so it's um, just the car shape, really, and a little bit of texture around the wheels and etc. like that. So um, there's no known release date other than soon. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know whether it will be in time for the next season, which I believe will be starting at the beginning of September, potentially. I don't know what week we're on on iRacing anymore. All the weeks fade into one. <laughs> um, but yeah, since quarantine, uh, yes. Yeah, but um, yeah, LMP2 has uh, sorely needed an update, um, considering the only LMP2 currently on the service is the Orica. Uh, so the open cockpit one from I'm not sure what year that would have been introduced. I'm not really au fait with endurance racing. It's not the Orca, is it? I thought it was the HPD. It's the HPD. It's the, of course I'm thinking of another game that's got the Orca, and I don't know which. Um, <laughs> Our factor. Uh, potentially. Um, but yes, obviously this LMP2 has the scope to be used in uh, World Endurance Championship, uh, IMSA, ELMS, etc. So it, it's a car that i think is going to be very popular when it's launched um i'll certainly be giving it a go because mm. i do like my prototype racing what i find interesting oh i have to remember that uh what i find interesting for other reasons what i find interesting is in the uh, release that we saw of this on race department uh they pretty much showed pictures of the, the only three versions of that delara that i've ever, ever known to be on track <laughs> as well um because it if I was going to, be, I don't know, just my personal opinion. Don't work. Don't, obviously, you know, I appreciate it. it's very good. We've got the LMP2 Delara, <laughs> which is very cool. But it's not necessarily the one I would have chosen. Yeah, I, I think a lot of, because um, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of series in LMP2 use the Orica mm. um, chassis, if you will. I suppose the likelihood is, is obviously iRacing have a history of working with Delara because yes. of the Indy car, because yeah. of the usf and the uh, indie pro etc i imagine it's just um a, an extension of that partnership so but we're not complaining no absolutely i'm it's putting good. it out there this is absolutely not a complaint it was just an inch i thought it an intro yeah it's just interesting because i have to admit the first when i very first looked at the picture i, I was on my phone it was late at night and i looked and I, and I thought that's not an lmp2 that's like the old porsche or something <laughs> <laughs> which funny enough is exactly what delara modeled it off of yeah is it yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Whenever that car first came out, that's the first thing everybody says. It's like it looks like the 919. Mm. <laughs> it's the turning vanes behind the front wheels and stuff. I looked yes. and I thought, 
I thought, that's the that's the old Porsche and the square lights, obviously which aren't rendered properly on the uh, mm. the, the the Twitter image. I was yeah. So, but I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I racing wouldn't get this wrong. What a silly mistake for them to make. But yes. But in fact, it was you. It was me and my blindness because <laughs> I did not have my glasses on. Because uh, I'm 35 and apparently blind. Um, speaking of blind, leading the blind, we must talk about Project Cars 3. <laughs> which continues to profess. It's a weekly thing. For it has, yeah, break out the hammer. It's time to do some beating. Um, well, I look forward to your segues into Project Cars 3 every week, I must say, because I'm like, it just gets more and more brutal as we go on. In this week's steaming pile of hot spur, uh, I, do you know, oh, I, almost, I almost, almost got excited when I saw that they, they had um, IndyCar in Project Cars 3 and Laguna Seca. And then I saw a frontal view and realised, oh, it's not the new one. Yes, so they've um, released gameplay, as you said, of uh, 2019 IndyCars at uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Um, IndyCar was in the last Project Cars 2. Yeah. I think it was the 2016 ones, potentially. The previous generation. Yeah, so a, a lot more aero, etc. So it, it's... Mm-hmm. Compared to that, these are an improvement because they look so much better and they drive so much better. Mm. Um, uh, but well, obviously, we yes. Know how well they drive because we haven't driven them yet. Well, in, I mean, in real life, not in yes, not in yes, Project yes. Cars Three. We can take any hope of them driving correctly out of the window because it's Project <laughs> Cars Three. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah. Li- a little bit disappointing that they haven't got the 2020 aeroscreen version but i suppose this game has been in uh, development for quite a while and they probably committed to using these ones uh for for quite a while prior oh, committed into not living up to the expectations of their community <laughs> um the gameplay itself obviously we can't draw any um any kind of conclusions as to how the game feels they haven't got any of the hud on display um, on this uh, gameplay, so it, it automatically looks a lot less arcadey. Um, uh, it, genuinely, it looks quite good. Like just from a graphical point of view, it, lo- it looks okay. The sound feels sounds absolutely horrible. I must say, compared to other titles that have done IndyCar, they, it does not sound right at all. Which does surprise me because if there's one thing that I could praise Project Cars 2 for, was its sound. Yes, yeah, there was a couple of cars felt like they used some recycled sounds but if you got the the right a, a couple of the cars on project cars 2 sounded absolutely fantastic including the indie cars the indie yes. cars didn't sound too shabby in project cars 2 the Bentley was the best one that used to upset my neighbors yes <laughs> um but yeah so obviously we we still don't really know how this game is going to feel project cars themselves are saying that it's still going to be um if you turn it to the right settings it will still be a sim hmm yeah. um we'll see uh, well, I won't see because I'm not planning. It's on not going to be a sim. How do how the heck do you have a sim without tire wear, without damage, without pit stops, without yeah. any of that? It's not a sim. As we said on a previous show, they basically took out all the difficult bits to make their homework that bit easier. Yes, and as we've said many times before as well, it's not a problem if it's not a sim. Stop calling it a honest. sim. Just be honest. There's nothing wrong with making... I feel like I've said this every week. And, dear listener, please do not drink every time I say this because you will find yourself Under a consistently table. and constantly inebriated. Um, 
it, there's nothing wrong if they made this game a better version of Grid with better graphics and yeah. more content. They just have to be honest. So, it, yeah. That's right there, listener. They just can't be honest. <laughs> wow, you're far too convincing with that. <laughs> He's on like just I think it was Jordan. What are we talking about again? Is this how you're coping with quarantine? Because there are far better things you can be doing. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> he wakes up and it's 5pm. He goes to bed and it's 5pm. Ah, so it's, the sun's over the yard arm somewhere. Ah, the sun's over the yard arm somewhere in the world. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's 8 o'clock in the morning, Matt. Come on. But yeah, only a month to go until Project Cars 3 releases. I could and, not um, be less in, I could yeah. not be less enthused. <laughs> I tried to sound enthusiastic. Is everybody excited for that? Doesn't sound like it. I the, the thing is, you know you know the old saying uh, once bitten twice shy. Yeah. Well, we've been bitten twice. Yeah. And now I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's on a radio show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh yes. It's I I I but a teeny tiny part of me still feels bad that we we hit on this quite so much. But like you said, it, it's the it's like they're trying to convince themselves. It's easy to hit on it whenever they put themselves out there like that, like a target every week. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I I don't like to to constantly bemoan a game or a developer, but they really this game if it's not right. That is the end of this franchise. It's it's a lot like Forza Seven, actually. The Forza franchise. A lot of people are giving that the ultimate ultimatum of if it's not good, then that might be the end of the franchise. Yeah. I think Project Cars Three certainly carries the weight of the franchise on its back because if it's not right, people aren't going to fall for it again. No, I very much hope not. That sounds of it. People have already learned their lessons from other franchises, and they're not even giving this one a chance. Yeah, no. I, I personally, I will not be buying this unless I am unless reviews come out and it is a, like a complete opposite of what we all thought. But that's the thing is that we've read great reviews about other things, and they've ended up being total flops. I.e., the Grid game that came out. Yeah. Everybody yeah. said that was the greatest thing, recent game that's come out, and within. T- Two weeks, you're bored of it, and it's just like, how is this great? It's not. It has two weeks longevity. This it was, re- it was really it. good for the first week, but then yeah. it, it that's, that's what I'm saying. So two weeks repetitive. later, you're bored of it. And I, it's like, okay, what next? I should have been yeah. excited about driving driving the, the like newer GTEs. In that, I was most excited about driving a mini around San Francisco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it wasn't even the Italian job. Yeah, but Josie wasn't there. But it's by the by. It. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm just yeah. So that's it's it's a very interesting time still for sim racing because we're not out of the woods yet. Let's face it, around the globe, and yeah. there's still a lot of cool sim racing stuff to come. Um, and I still hope, obviously, that the real motorsport community doesn't cast us aside. Um, but irrespective of what the real motorsport community does, t- uh. This show will always be here. Uh, we will always be talking about whatever sim racing randomness comes out, and occasionally we might even talk about the weather. Random other things as well. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, that has been another show, um, another Torah radio show. I've been Matt Hunter. 
Jordan Gross has been deeply insightful as ever, and Lewis is apparently drunk. Uh, no, I'm in quarantine. Nah, uh, and Lewis is locked That's down. Same thing. Locked down. Shut her down. From dusk till out. from dusk till dawn. <laughs> Terrible Zach Bagans impression. <laughs> that was the Torah Radio show for this week. <laughs> that was supposed ben, to be. Ben, sorry, Ben. <laughs> I'm not going to understand. Uh, ben and Lewis will be back next week for more interesting. Hopefully, they'll have some Forza 8 news. Whoever, who knows? Uh, it's time to go. Bye for now. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLamont.com.